All right. Well, I want to start off by saying to you that are watching this, that, that there's not another person in the world like you. You are unique. God has made you this way. He has created you and formed you like a potter shapes a vessel. He made you that you might receive his love and experience his love uh, together with himself and exchange of love. There's an old hymn that says, I love thee because thou hast first loved me and purchased my pardon on Calvary's tree. I love thee for wearing the thorns on thy brow. If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. God has not just told us that he loves us. He has ex put it on exhibit. He has shown to us, demonstrated to us his love. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And loving Jesus then becomes not something we do, but something we can't help doing because he steals our hearts uh, with, his, with his love. Um, in loving Jesus, it seems all of the offerings and sacrifices and, and laws are completely fulfilled. We find that in loving Jesus, every duty is performed. Everything God has placed before man is accomplished because we love him. Because he first loved us, we find everything has its proper performance. And I have Jessica Kulianos on with me now, dear friend of ours. And I have uh, seen the presence of the Lord just richly increasing and increasing in her life and, and her ministry, both two separate things. Yes, it's in her ministry, but it's also in her, her life. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have one or the other. I want them both. I know she does too. Yeah. Um, but I, I find that the more... I see the increase of God on Jessica's life. The more I am seeing her emphasize love, the love mm -hmm. of God, loving Jesus. And I just was uh, recently watching one of her messages and she was saying, um, I don't know who I am without Jesus. He, in him, she finds her person. She finds uh, yeah. the, the understanding of life is found inside the person of Jesus Christ. So Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. Aww, thank you, Eric, for having me. Yeah. I'm excited to see what, what you're going to say here. Um, I'll open with a scripture here. There's first John four. It says by this, we know the love of God that he had sent his son into the world. This is love dot, dot, dot. We love him because he first loved us. Mm. Jessica, what was your Christian, your Christian life like? before you experienced this love? Yeah, simple. It was so empty. It yeah. was so empty. You know that, I mean, I, we're friends. You, you probably saw me as a Christian that wasn't in love with Jesus because I fell in love with him in 2016. Before that, I walked the walk. You probably thought from the outside that I was living this amazing Christian life. But like many people know, I was... I was bound, bound to fear, anxiety, uh, had a breakdown, just was a mess because I didn't really know Jesus. I wanted to know him. I, I always joke with, with Michael, um, sorry, my dog is trying to burst through the doors. <laughs> my, door, my doors are closed in my room and Bogey is literally with his head. So if you hear a noise, that's what it is. Um, but I would like, I would hear you and Michael and Brian and, and my dad and just so many others talk about how much you love Jesus. And I was jealous in a 
the right kind of jealousy. Like, I don't know you this way. I don't know Jesus the way that they talk about him. I don't feel the love for him like they do. And so I was empty. I should have been full living a Christian life because as Christians, we should be living victorious. We should be happy. Mm -hmm. We should have joy. We should have love in our hearts. But I wasn't because I didn't really have Jesus the way that he wanted me to have him. I didn't have the experience. So it's almost like being in a relationship where you're not fully in love. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm married to you because it's that's the right thing to do and we we did love each other and we're committed to each other so we're not going anywhere but you fall out of love that's almost what i was going through with the lord before wow. i fell in love again which was in 2016 when i was completely broken and i just became so tenacious and i was like i am not like jacob like i'm not letting you go that's how i was with jesus like i am not letting you go like until you touch me because i have to have you i can't live this way anymore so like to sum it up i could talk about that for hours but um you're right like i don't know who i am outside of jesus anymore (laughs) because when i'm not with him it's true like the worst version version of me comes out i'm Mm -hmm. i'm irritable i'm angry like i'm not living in sin like Mm -hmm. like i used to be um before i met the lord but i'm just not at rest i'm not at peace my soul's not at peace and so i'm like i don't even like this jess and i feel like the best way to say it is like it it brings you back to how you were as a child when you first wow. loved the Lord, where you're so dependent upon Jesus. And that's how I felt because the real Jess was always really sensitive. The real Jess was really tender hearted. The real Jess loved Jesus with all of her heart. And I was very emotional and wasn't afraid to show my feelings to people. And then, you know, life has a way if you're not careful by making you hard and making your heart hard and making you angry where you and you push the Lord away and you push people away and all of those things. And I thought that's who I was, Eric, for the longest time, because I lived that way so long in my life where I was just so guarded and so hard and so angry all the time. (laughs) And then when I fell in love with Jesus again, like my sensitivity came back. I started to cry again. I started to love (laughs) again. I started to love others again. I started to trust again, all of those things. And so that's why when I say I don't know Jesus without Jesus, I don't even know myself Mm because I'm like, that's not the real me, that hard hearted girl that was depressed and angry and all those things like that wasn't really who I am. I'm really the, the, the Jess that was a little girl that just loved Jesus and had not a care in the world. And I want to live that way for the rest of my life. And the only way to live that way is to stay in love. That's the only way. Cause the moment I fall out of love with Jesus again, and I know some people might, that might sound confusing, but like we are married to him. This is a marriage. So we have to burn for him and continually be with him and spend time with him in, your, in the secret place. Like, you know, at Jesus school, I tell our students all the time, this is not a substitution for your time with Jesus. Wow. Going to church, watching YouTube, that's all great. And I love it. And I do it all. But there's there's something that happens to your heart when it's just you and Jesus, he he tenderizes you in the most beautiful way. He he brings down walls. He reveals things to you about yourself that you need to know. And some of them are things in, in you that you just don't even know are there. But when you're with him, they come to light so you can become more like him and let all those things go. So 
I don't know that I answered your question, but I don't, I could just talk about this forever, Eric, because I didn't have that before. And now that I have it, I'm like, I can't live a day without this because Mm -hmm. this is what I've, this is what I've been missing my whole life. This is what I needed my whole life. And now that I have it, I just can't, I can't be without him anymore. And when I am, I miss him. And I feel like I become the worst version of myself. Um, even a few days. And that might sound to some people like intense, but I'm like, no, even going a few days without prayer and seeking him and just getting busy with ministry stuff, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh, inside I can feel like I'm not at rest. I'm not at peace. The only way to get there is to be with him. That's the only way for me. That's so good. So when you say be with him, do you actually go into a room and get away from people? Yeah. Right and, here. This is my little yeah. spot. Yeah. We're in there. We're in your secret place. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Um, so, so you I, get away yeah. from people. That's number one. You mm-hmm. you separate yourself. And what's some of the things you see first start happening once you once you get in there? Yeah. So I feel like I typically will go in and I'm just, you know, just we all life is a lot you know, for everyone. So you walk in and you're just feel the the weight of everything. You got the busyness going on, the task of what you have to do that day, just even doing things for the Lord. Sometimes like, well, I'm doing this for you, but it's there again, no substitute for your time with him. So yes. I'll walk in like I, I did it today. And I just was like, oh, I need to be with Jesus right now. Like it's been a lot. It's been a, a busy week. We've got company. We've got so much going on. And, and so I just like, my kids are home from school today, so they're loud. There's a lot going on out there. It's probably bogey still trying to get to the door. Um, but I, I closed the door. Michael had left to go to school and I said, okay, this is my time. It's just, it's just me. So I opened the word of God and I just meditated on that for a little bit, been reading about Gideon and just reading about the life of Samson. And I love the old Testament. I love the new Testament. I love it all. So right now I'm in the old Testament. And so I was just kind of meditating on that, praying the scriptures. And then I put on, um, my dad, I I put on worship music (laughs) that is like, I I love your stuff. I love my dad. There's so many great things, but for me, um, when I really want to go in, I put Mm -hmm. on those songs that mean something to me. Like there's just certain, certain songs that move your heart in a certain Mm -hmm. way. And I was feeling this tug today just to do more than just, you know, basic prayer and reading the scripture. So I started putting on worship music and I put on my dad and just sometimes it takes a moment, Eric, but today I think, cause I was so hungry for him. (laughs) And so I don't know, like within moments for, I I mean, to be honest, I was just crying and like singing out and, and loving on him. And I didn't even say much. And that's what I think that sometimes we get confused with prayer, that prayer is going, Lord, I need this, do this in me, do this. And that's not even what I, I don't like to do that. That might be a portion at the end, but I like just to go in and just, just worship and maybe just say his name over and over and over and tell him how much I love him and how thankful I am for him. And and sometimes I'll, I'll think of what he's done, like what he's brought me out of. And I'll think of what my life was like, like five years ago where I was just falling apart, you know, and I'll just think on that and I'll feel his overwhelming, (laughs) just tenderness and love. And I just kind of will just stay there. 
And um, that's how I pray. I'm not saying it's the right way or the wrong way. I'm just saying that's for me, that's what that. And then I feel like I don't even have to ask for much. I feel full and then I can go about my day and I'm at peace and I'm in rest. And, but without that, man, all kinds of stuff comes in all kinds of like competition and self-promotion and, and busyness and, and all, I mean, just everything will get in. But when I'm with Jesus, it's like, oh my gosh, like there's not a care in the world. I'm not thinking about anything else. I don't, I can't even if I try, cause I'm so, I'm so with him in that moment. And it sets me for the rest of the day. I feel like I feel at peace and I feel like, okay, whew, I can be, I can be at rest today. Yeah, that's beautiful. The uh, yeah. a book recently I was reading, the guy said, Jesus doesn't just meet you in your need. He lives there. And yeah. it sounds like you go away, you shut the door and recognize your great need for him. Yes. And it also sounded like you were saying in this time of exclusive attention that you, you said, I felt I needed something and, you know, dot, dot, dot. It's almost mm-hmm. as if you were pointing to a reality of a person in there with you and that he has desires mm-hmm. and you were following an individual. Would, would yes. you say that's accurate? Absolutely. Like, it's like if your husband or for you, if your, if your wife went away and you're like, I just miss you. I just want to see you. I just want to be with you. We don't have to talk about anything. I mean, Michael, you know, he's not on the road as much as he used to be, but when he was on the road, I was just like, I just miss you here. Like, I don't, I just need you to be here, be with me. And that's how I see it with the Lord. Like I'm, I'm missing you as, as a person. I just want, I just want to be with you. I just want to feel your nearness right now. Like, I don't need you to talk to me. Don't tell me about my future. Don't, I don't need to ask you for anything, (laughs) even though we have many needs, there's great needs we have, you know, but I'm like in that moment, just, just, I just want to know that you're near. I just need to feel, I just need to feel your presence right now. And that, that to me is success in prayer for me. Like if I walk out and I don't feel Sorry if Bogey's chewing a bone now. The kids let him in because he. I'm so sorry. This is real life, but he's chewing a bone there in the corner and it's loud. I know, but um, like that to me is success in prayer. Like, okay, did he feel welcome? Did he? Did you? Because it's so much more than about what we get out of it. Like, did Jesus? Did you feel loved today? Did you? Did I? When you were pulling at my heart to be with you, did I stop what I was doing and give you my attention? And then when you feel his nearness, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Like, I just want to feel him. Like I, that's, I don't know. That's like, that's the goal for me. That sounds like. I feel empty when I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel you. Yeah. David said it like this, the nearness of God is my good. Mm. I, I think that really just kind of sums it up. Once you sense his nearness, all the vacuums of the soul are stopped up literally like, you're free from yes. the need to have anything else. Yes. You find that to Absolutely. be true? Yeah? Yes. So like I can give a story because I'm sure there might be someone uh, listening that's like, gosh, that seems like it comes so easy to them. And look, how I don't feel that way. And I would just love to encourage whoever is listening. Uh, didn't come easy to me either. I mean, even last week, like on Sunday, you know, we have church and Michael and I, we will turn off the phones, TV, no social media, because we, 
we just, that's our day to be with the Lord. So Michael's way more strict and he's just amazing. <laughs> he's up at like five in the morning. I'm like, who are you? But, um, so I'm not as disciplined as Michael is, but I, last week, um, before church, I said, Michael, help me with this. I was with God all day. I was reading the Bible. I, I prayed, I, I, I meditate on him, but I don't feel full today. Mm. And Michael so lovingly said like, I'm glad he always is straight with me. He said, it's because when you were praying, you had, you brought so much distraction into the room, Jess. You mm -hmm. had, and it's true, I did. Like I had my phone with me because the team, sorry about that, the team had questions. And and so I would pray and then I'd jump on the phone and then I'd pray again. And I'd, I like my mind was going yeah. so many different ways. So even though I was with the Lord all day, I didn't feel full inside. So Michael said, I can go open the door for him if you want me to. to get him out. Bogey. Bogey's ruining everything. Quiet, Bogey. <laughs> um, crazy dog. But um, so I, and then, so when I went into my prayer time today, specifically, because I, I had, I had more time in the day, I was like, okay, I'm going to put my phone in the other room because mm. I know if I get a text from someone and there's a need that I, you know, that I, comes up for something, I'm going to probably answer it. And I'm probably going to get distracted and think about that. So I'm going to take what Michael said last week, because he was so right in that. And I'm going to put everything away. And it's just going to be in the prayer. In my prayer time is just going to be me and Jesus. So you have to actually like make, make a, a, a point to like, get distraction out of the way, because my prayer time last week wasn't great. I didn't leave feeling like full and I didn't feel like I still had so much going on in here. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage anyone listening, like you have to just get everything out of the way so you can just truly focus on the Lord, get the mm -hmm. distractions of the world out of the room and just give him your full attention for those moments. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, even sometimes an hour with him, it feels like a few minutes. And that used to not be the way for me. I used to be like 20 minutes felt like 20 years. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> I just, but I was like, I can't leave because I, I can't leave until I feel the Lord. Like I'm not going to give up on this. And so now it's become more um, natural for me, but I just want to encourage people just don't give up. Like don't leave until you feel the Lord and don't mm -hmm. leave until you feel full because there's just nothing like it in the world. Yeah, so, so you have true. to get away. All those distractions have to leave. That might be why they're not feeling that. Like, like I wasn't feeling it last week. I wasn't feeling full because I brought so many other things into that secret, secret place time. And it, that's why I felt like, gosh, I felt like I, I didn't get what I came in there for. I wanted him and I left with other other distractions <laughs> so so good i remember thomas merton once wrote the plague of the prayer closet is to be there yet not present wow. that sounds exactly like what you're saying martha yeah. was <laughs> yeah. she was distracted and was unable to see the gravity of what was actually going on in her house yes he was unable to recognize god's presence because of the distraction i'm with you distractions are yeah. devils man they really yeah. get in the way. So, okay, we'll yes. close out with this. Uh, I know you've already spoken directly to the people in, in, in towards the end of your last answer there, but if you could look into the eyes of, of a mother or a, a single lady or a, a, a wife and say something to them by way of encouragement, directly face-to-face, -face, 
yeah. what would you what would you say to them? I'd say don't give up. I would say all of the answers you are searching for, all of that that void that you're trying to fill in your life, you can absolutely find it in Jesus. Like mm. it's just that simple and he's just that good. Like <laughs> don't give up, don't grow weary. Jesus loves you more than you could ever imagine. He's with you. He's for you. He he is closer to you than the closest friend in the world. There is no one like <laughs> Jesus for you. I mean, I that that I could say that till the till the rest of my life because I was always trying to find my worth. What's my destiny? What's mm. my calling? <laughs> what's this, Lord? What's this? And I and I would. I would try to hold on to things that I believed God was going to do, but I couldn't find who I was. I couldn't find myself. That's why I ended up getting depressed and all these things because I was like so searching in all the wrong places, even through family and friends and people that I loved. I would like hold on to what they thought of me more than what he Mm -hmm. thought of me. And so I would just say, don't do not give up. If you're looking for anything in life, if your marriage is falling apart, go to Jesus. If your Mm. kids are turning away, they don't know the Lord, go to Jesus. If you feel like giving up, go to Jesus. If you feel like everything has, has turned against you, go to Jesus. If you feel weary, tired, whatever it is, Jesus is your answer. He is your answer. He will always be your answer. He always was and always will be your answer. I mean, it's just, it's just that simple, Eric, that you find everything you're looking for in him you will not find anything outside of him because anything outside of him is just a substitution mm-hmm. it's counterfeit it will only make you happy for a moment it will only fill that void whatever it is if it's alcohol drugs relationships that are not god given relationships whatever it is mm-hmm. like it's 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 only a substitution for a time and you will leave feeling more empty than when you when you started it the only thing that will fill that void in your heart and make you feel alive is the Lord. That's it. Praise God. Before I ask you to pray, to pray for the people, I'm going to read this quote. It's from Rush. Uh, uh, He's an old minister. He writes, God loves you as you are. How shall you ever become lonely when he himself is with you and will be with you as long as the precious eternal blood of his lamb is on the mercy Mm -hmm. seat in heaven for you? At last, you can walk with him. You can talk to him. You can walk without shame and you can walk with men in the reality of who you actually are. Your days will be Mm. cool and God will be your friend. And perhaps you will enjoy a little paradise while still here on the earth. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just uh, pray for everybody. That'd be great. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for every single person, Lord, that's listening. Lord, I ask that even now, Lord, that you will just start to stir their heart, Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Father, for that one that's watching and listening that's hopeless, Lord, that they just feel like giving up, Jesus. Or they feel unseen and they feel forgotten, Lord, by you. Holy Spirit, right now, would you just remind them, remind them of how much they are loved, how much Jesus loves them. Lord, take us back. Take us all back to the simplicity of who you are, Jesus. Make us like little children, Jesus. Me too. Make us like little children, Lord. Lord, I pray that, Lord, you'll just start to to burn up the things in our life that do not belong, Jesus. Burn them up. Let them die. In Jesus' name, Lord. 
Give everyone an awareness of who you are. Give them an awareness of your nearness, Jesus. And let them never forget that nothing is impossible with you, Jesus. And how deeply you love them and you want to be loved by them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was beautiful. People, comment down below if you want Jessica to write a book. I think she should write a book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right down. Yeah, yes, yes, I yes. really, I, I've been praying into that. So Lord, give me strength to do it. Yes. And <laughs> hey, can you tell them how they can uh, check out Jesus School? Yeah, actually applications are open right now for our uh, school year, the 2021 and 2022 school year. And they could just go to jesusschool.tv or follow Jesus School on Instagram. And it's just beautiful what God is doing there. I just just, they're just hungry students that love Jesus and are happy just to sit at the feet of Jesus above anything else. So is there also, there's also online Jesus school. Yeah, there is JSO. Yeah. We're about to start our um, new semester. Um, so they could actually apply now. Just go to Jesus school.tv, everything, our Jesus image.tv, all the info for Jesus school online will be on there. And that's pretty amazing too. It's just really special. And I, I get testimonies all the time from people getting healed and touched just by doing Jesus school at home. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Every time I'm there, my life gets rocked. So Mine thank too. <laughs> well, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. Love you guys. Love you, Eric. Love to 